I got nerve Shabbos. Let's get going. So today's daf is daf Gimel in the Heligim Maseches Gittin, and we got onto daf Gimel yesterday. We are up to Ulerava de Omar, and according to Rava, who says, let's remind ourselves of what we're talking about. So our Mishnah gave us a case: if you have a fellow that comes from Medina Sayam, from outside Eretz Yisrael, overseas, we'll call it St. Louis, and he comes to Eretz Yisrael, and he's holding a get in his hand. He's holding a divorce document, and he says, um, this document was written in front of me and signed in front of me. We are going to accept the testimony of that single witness. We had a machlokas yesterday, a, dis- a dispute, as to why he has to say these four words of Befonai Nechtav, in front of me was written, Befonai Nechtam. What is the underlying driving force of these four words? So we had a dispute. One opinion was that of Rabbah who says, that by him saying it was written in front of me and signed in front of me, the Bezdin in Eretz Yisrael can now say to him, did the Bezdin in St. Louis do a good job? Did they write the document for the proper husband and proper wife? Because again, let's say you have a get. You could walk into a super, you could walk into a Svarim store and buy a sinner. Can you walk into a Svarim store and buy a get? The get has to be written, lishma, which means for a specific man with his wife, a specific couple. You can't just go buy a get and then sign on the bottom and shalom al Yisrael and everything is good, like a standard document. It has to be written and signed lishma. In order to, for the bezinary result to know that it was done this way, he has to state, and now we could get into the question and know that's lishma. That's the reason for Rabbah. Rabbah says, no, the reason why he has to say is to strengthen his, his testimony, we'll call it. He's coming as an individual, and we need him, to, usually we don't accept a single witness, so to strengthen him, we're going to make him say and that'll uh, ta- uh, take the place, so to speak, of two witnesses. Okay, here we go. Now we want to know why Rava argues on Rabbah. Rabbah says the reason is because uh, the reason for Befani Nechtav is because uh, we need to solidify with witnesses, and it's not because of Lishma. Why doesn't he hold Lishma as a problem? So here we go. Ule Rava, the Amar, according to Rabu, says about seven lines from the top of the Amor, the reason why he says Befani Nechtav is because the Bezin Eretz Yisrael doesn't know the people who signed on it outside Eretz Yisrael. The boy Trey. So we should obligate two witnesses. Why? Just like you establish any document with two witnesses. So if we need to establish the document, why are we even accepting a single guy to tell with You should always need two witnesses to show up according to Rava. Answers the Gemara, no, something we learned yesterday, and that is a single witness. You don't always need two witnesses. If I walk into your house, can I trust you that you're serving kosher? Yeah. As long as you know the laws of kosher and you keep kosher, I can trust you. Why, why, why am I allowed to trust you? Because one person, I don't, you don't even have to bring witnesses that you did it. And the same thing holds true within families. Like we explained yesterday, the source of a single witness being believed is from the laws of Nida. That a spouse, a wife is permitted to tell, uh, to tell her husband whether or not she's a Nida. He can trust her. There's a single witness is believed by Isurim. So says the Gemara, this is why you don't need two witnesses in these circumstances. Because we're dealing with Isur Behetra here. The Gemara, the Gemara asks, Maybe when do we say that we believe a single witness? That's only If I have a piece of meat in front of me, and I don't know if it's kosher or it's not kosher, 
There's nothing telling me there's anything prohibited here. So it's 50-50. I don't know what's happening. There's no reason to assume that it's treif. No reason to assume it's kosher. And a single witness comes and tells me it's kosher. Maybe then I could trust it. But over here, when a fellow shows up and tells me that a couple is divorced, get ready for this. We have a problem because there's already established problem. There's already established prohibition, which is this woman is married, which means she's forbidden to, to marry any other man in the world. Have a dovership erva. So now it's not just a case of allowed, not allowed. We're now dealing with laws of erva, of forbidden relationships. And since I'm dealing with the laws of forbidden relationships, I'm back to the requirement of needing two witnesses. So if I need two witnesses, we're asking, why do we allow this single witness with the get in his hand to tell me the marriage is over? How can we trust one guy to tell me the marriage is over? I need two people. It's not a standard allowed, not allowed. Answers the Gemara. But then who really logically, the truth is, when it comes to establishing a document, get ready for this, you can also rely on a single witness. Why? Because of the teaching of Reish Lakish. The Yomar Reish Lakish. What did Reish Lakish teach us? When you have witnesses who sign on a document, We take their signatures on a document and establish it as if they've literally walked into Bezdin and given us their testimony. However, So, let's pause for a minute. This guy's coming with a get. Who are we relying on when he tells us it's a kosher get. Are we relying on him as a single witness, or are we relying on the two signatures on the get? So says Reish Lakish, I'm really relying on the two signatures of the get. I'm not trusting this single witness here. He's coming with a get. But the validity of the get is coming about through the signatures of the get, not through him. And therefore, I am relying on two witnesses. So then, what's the deal over here? Why does he need to do anything? Just let him hand over the get. We don't need him to play a role here. Since Gemara Bahacha, but in this case, Mishum Iguna Ikilu Barabban. Because of Iguna, the Rabbanon are allowing one person to establish the signatures. So says the Gemara, same question we asked earlier. How's this a leniency? Again, he should be off the. We're saying, really, we don't need him. We're relying on the witnesses of the document. Oh, and to be lenient, we're going to make him say something. How's that a leniency? By making him say something. That's a leniency. Frek the Gemara. The Gemara asks, Haikuluhu, this is a leniency. Chumruhu. Dechi, di'im, mitzrach leitrei. Because I'll tell you something. If we would need two people to uh, create the, uh, the, kosher, uh, the kosher document, if that's what I would be relying upon, then, like, asi bal ma'aru postulate. Later on, if you try to cut corners here, the, somebody could come and cause an issue with the get. Chad, but now that there's only one aid, the husband could come later on and challenge it. Says the Gemara, Kivan Damar Mar, Befnei Kama Noisela. How many people does he have to hand it over to? Same answer. This guy, his uh, his name, his reputation of being a liar or being an honest fellow. It used to be there's, there was a time in society, maybe until twenty years ago, where people actually were concerned about their reputation. And if they weren't telling the truth, they, they they were embarrassed. Nowadays, it's like standard. Okay, so I lied, right? That they have all these things, and it's all over uh, politics. Uh, okay, no, so fine. I lied. People just they they keep moving on, like uh, like uh, you know the word doesn't matter, unfortunately. But the assumption is that a person cares about their um, the uh, a person uh, cares about their reputation. 
So Meikara made a daik. See, he's going to make sure it's taka good get. And therefore, he's not going to come to ruin his reputation by having a husband uh, um, uh, challenge it later on. So really what the Gemara is saying is like this. I don't need two witnesses. I need one aid. The question is, if I need only need one witness, isn't this going to come out to be to the detriment of the woman? Because later on, what if there's a, some, a, a, another person comes along, like the husband, and says, oh, no, no, the get's not valid. Says Gemara, you're right, there is a chance he'll do that, but we're not really concerned about it. Why not? Because this one witness showing up with the get is strong, his claim is strong, because we're also relying on the fact that people generally care about the reputation, and therefore he's telling us the truth. Fine. Says the Gemara Vaiter, the Rava my time, Karaba. Now, Rava says the reason why we say Bifanei Nechtav and Bifanei Nechtam is because of Lishma. Why isn't he concerned that... Uh, uh, I'm, sorry, Rava, I'm sorry, Rava says the reason is because of witnesses. You need, you need two witnesses. Why isn't Rava concerned about the Lishma problem of Rava? Amar Lach, Rava will say, I'll tell you why I'm not concerned about Lishma. You know why? Because if the whole reason would be that we need to know this document was written for this man and this woman. You understand the, the case over here? What happens if somebody were to, like we gave the case of the Svarim store before, you have a couple named Yaakov and Leah. Yaakov's a pretty Jewish name. Leah's a pretty Jewish name. They're planning on getting divorced. They hire a scribe. He charges them $500. He writes the document. He writes the get. And then they're like, you know what? We actually like each other. So what does Yaakov do? He goes on eBay. And he writes, uh, get for sale, discounted price, $300. If, you're, if you have a husband whose name is Yaakov and a wife's name is Leah, you're good. You have the same names. This is the document for you. It's not going to work. The get doesn't work. It's not a valid get because it's not written lishma. So it says the Gemara. But if this was the problem of why doesn't the the single witness have to say not? Why is he saying it was written in front of me and signed in front of me? What he should have to say is it was written in front of me lishma and it was signed in me lishma. If that's the main thing, make him say it. So the Gemara says no. Viraba bedinud lesneachi. Really, it would be ideal for him to say it. However, to make somebody say six words is confusing for them. So to say, it's confusing. So we only make him say four words. So says, if six words are confusing, maybe four words are confusing. No, if, to, to leave out one word out of three, which means if we have to say before nechtav lishma, people sometimes mumble that through, or they'll forget a word and still think that they said it. But one word out of two, you're not going to forget. And by the way, I think I believe in in uh, I don't know if it's called the world of psychology or the the way the brain works is that the four things is a lot is a lot easier for the brain for the brain to grasp and remember. I believe this is why. The phone numbers are broken down into either three or four, but we don't have like five numbers together. If you have four things, it's more, e- it's much easier for people to grasp. Okay, says the Gemara Vaiter. It's fine. So now we know why Rava, who holds that the problem is to aid him, why he doesn't agree with Rava. Don't get, we just started getting daf daf Yeah, it's your home court. Says the Gemara. Put your stuff down. Make yourself at home. 
The rabba la my time liyamar karaba. Why doesn't rabba hold like rabba? Amar lachal said you imkain nisti bevanei nechtav v'sulai. You should have just said before Nechtav, and you don't have to say before Nechtav. You don't have to say it was signed in front of me. All you got to say is, it was written in front of me. Before Nechtav, why do you got to say before Nechtav? So now let's pause and focus for a minute. You have a document. What's the main part of the document? Is the main part of the document the words? What makes the document effective? Is it the words in the document? If it's the words of the Gads, then it's before Nechtav. It's, uh, it's written. If the problem is before, if the main thing is before nechtam, that it's sealed, I'm sorry, that it's signed, so then I should only need the signing to be lishma. Before nechtam labali, you see from here, peinun lishma. So you see that it needs to be lishma. The fact they didn't do both. What's Rava going to respond? He says, That's the way it should be. The problem is that a get might end up being confused with a with a standard get, and people would think that an eidachad is going to work by a regular document. And the truth is, the only reason why this is we're trusting a single witness on a get is because of um, is because of uh, iguna. It's because we're being lenient, but in general, we're not going to be. Uh, in general, we're not being lenient. The rabba and rabba says the Gemara. He says, "No, me dummy. I'm not going to make. I'm not going to be confused between a get and a standard document." Hashem over there, yadinon. Um, the what we need to say is the edom need to say yadinon. We're familiar. We're aware of what's happening, uh, and and that it's uh, kosher uh, signatures. Hacha, but over here, baget befanai when he he has say in front of me. Hashem by a regular document ishalaymihemna. In general, a woman is not going to be. Uh, trusted to give testimony on the on the document, but by a get a woman is believed. Hasam by a regular document, a person involved in the story. Not, we don't trust somebody involved in a case, um, but hacha. Uh, but over here, we're going to believe the woman herself to tell us that the get is valid. Okay, so the Gemara here has a shaila. What's the Gemara's challenge? The Gemara is saying one second. We have three very distinct differences between a get and a regular document. So why are we concerned that if we give a halacha by gitin, the same halacha is going to hold true by a standard star? Says the Gemara. Rav Amalach, Rav will respond, Atu hacha ki amri adinan, miloy mehemni, wouldn't they be believed? Meaning, if you're going to say by a case of get, that if a person says, I know who the, who the signatures are from, who the witnesses are, and since they, they're saying, we do know, they're going to be believed, so that's why the get may end up being confused with, uh, may end up being confused with with a standard document. Okay, says the Gemara. Um, and therefore, a person uh, might talk be confused and say that it would be okay with even a single witness. According to Rabu, says the The reason is because they're not Who's the of our Mishnah? Who holds that both? The, I'm sorry. Who's the time Mishnah holds that the writing needs to be lishma? Because we're saying, according to Rabu's opinion, that the reason for this is got to be written lishma and signed lishma. So. Who's the Tana? The Baik Who's Who holds the Taka? The writing is considered an essential part of the document, and that must be done Lishma. Maybe the writing itself does not need to be Lishma, and everything else could be Lishma. Uboi, 
and chasim uh, lishma. And the signing also needs to be done lishma. Irameir, if it's Rameir, chasuma chasim boy, he's going to say that only the signing needs to be done lishma. Ksiva mi loy but the writing does not need to be lishma. The Tanam we learned in a Mishnah, ain't kaisim mechuber lekarka. You're not allowed to write a get. A husband wants to write a divorce document to his wife. What's allowed to be written on? Says the Gemara, you cannot write it. A husband cannot walk over to a tree trunk and engrave on the tree trunk to his wife. You are now divorced and permitted to everybody else. If you're in Kaisa you cannot write a get on something that's attached to the ground. Let's say you did it. At first, you cut it down, you cut the, the tree down, and then the signing went on to it. Then it's not going to be kosher. So you see from here, this, according to the mayor, only the signing needs to be done properly. But the writing does not, it's not essential for it to be done properly. So he cannot be, the Tana cannot be Rav Meir. Because again, our Tana seems to imply both the writing and the signing needs to be Lishma. According to this opinion of Rav Meir, only the signing needs to be Lishma. So only the writing would have to be done Lishma and not the signing. Because he learns after the Pesach of the Kosav law, it has to be written for her. Only the, the get needs to be written, the Kosav law, specifically for her. But the signing does not. The Chitim, if you're going to say, you're going to tell me that really the Tana of our Mishnah. Is Rabbi Elazar, but now we have a problem. Why? Because Rabbi Elazar says only the sign, only the writing needs to be lishma. Vechilai boy, Rabbi Elazar chasim lishma, and Rabbi Elazar really will, will even though he says the chasim needs to be lishma, does that mean that he's excluding chasima? We well, you know what it means. Midaraisa, biblically, the writing doesn't need to be, the signing doesn't need to be lishma. Midrabanim boy, but Rabbi Elazar will agree that rabbinically, the signing also has to be lishma. Vashleisha gitten psulim derabanon. We learned in our Mishnah there's three gitten that are possibly drabanon, and guess what? One of these, <laughs> this case is not listed, where the where the signing is not done lishma. So that so he cannot be the town of our Mishnah. The Tanan. Now, how do we? Where do we see that in the Mishnah? These three cases. Here we go. Gimel gitten psulim. There's three gitten that the way they're written make it possible. The imnises havlad kosher. However, even though it is. Not a valid get. Let's say this woman does get remarried, that child will not be a mamzer. Now, in general, if you have a married woman who has relations with any man and she conceives, that child has the status of a mamzer. And there's a lot of ramifications to this. A mamzer cannot marry a regular member of Klaishol. And this goes on for Dairis. This goes on for generations. And uh, it goes on for generations and generations. And this is uh, why we're concerned and we take Gittin very seriously that people, even in 30 years, Cannot uh, cannot come to knock off again, and this is why we mentioned the other day as well. Nowadays, practically speaking, Allah Lamaisa, we don't give the get to the we don't give the get to the couple. When a husband gives a get to his wife, she takes the get in front of witnesses, and the bezdin always takes the get back, and we ruin the get. The couple ends up with a document, a signed document that a kosher divorce happened, but we do not allow the get to remain around. You know why? Because we can't afford to have in 60 years some guy looking through the archives and pulling out a get and saying, oh, what, 60 years ago this get was puzzled. They missed a word. They didn't do it right. And now there's a bunch of mamzerim running around. So we, we remove it. Okay? So there's, there's going to be cases, though, where even though it's not a kosher get, the kid will not be a mamzer. It's going to be a chiddush. Why not? Because biblically it was valid, but the Rabbanon changed it. So Kosav Biksav Love Edim. Let's say you have uh, you have a husband who writes a get by uh, to, to his wife, 
and there's no witnesses who sign on it. Biblically, it's valid. Yeshulav Edim Zman. Or you have a get that has Edim, but there's no Zman, there's no date written on the document. Yesh by Zman, let's say you have a get that has the date, Ve'im by El Eidach, there's only a single witness who signs on it. In all these cases, really, it's not a valid get. However, this is a blood kosher. If she does get remarried, the child is not going to be a mom's or a says, Even if you have no Edim at all, as long as he gave it over to her, even if nobody signed on it, but he handed it over to her in front of witnesses, kosher, it's going to be a valid get. You don't even need a single witness on it. And she can now go and um, and collect her responsibilities, her uh, whatever f- uh, financial responsibilities he has to her. Specifically over here, we're referring to Aksuba. She could collect it from the Chasim Mishubadim, from uh, property that has, she has a lien on the property. Because says Rabbi Lazar, the only reason why you have to sign on a document is because of, because of Tikkun Oilam. What's Tikkun Oilam? To help society. It's helpful to have them sign on it. But biblically, it's not necessary. The Ella, so rather, maybe you'll say, Rebeiri, maybe Taka the Tana Rabbi says both the signing and, and, uh, and writing has to be lishmami. It's Reb Meir. Bechiloi by Reb Meir ksiv lishmami deraisa. But where does Reb Meir say that you only that you don't need ksiv lishmami? There's only midaraisa midrabanam by. But I'll hold rabbinically. You do need to. You do need to do it lishma. In other words, the Gemara is saying that we only know Reb Meir's opinion biblically and Reb Elazar's opinion biblically. Our Mishnah though may be a rabbinic psak, so it could be rabbinically they can be the author of our Mishnah. Says the Gemara, but this would be a problem because the Omar of Nachman, but Rav Nachman says, I'm a higher mayor would teach practically. Even if a man finds a get in a garbage, guy's walking by a garbage and he finds a get and it happens to have his name and his wife's name, he's like, mm, You know what? Maybe Taka, we should get divorced. Yeah, I'm going to use this get. Rav Meir says, as long as you got your name and your wife's name, you're good. Top of tomorrow's daf. And then he has it signed, and he gives it over to his wife, Kosher. So he finds a document, there's nobody, no signatures. It has his name, his wife's name. It's called the Svarm store. And then the, the witnesses sign on it, it's taka valid. They're going to tell me that whole Mishnah is only midaraisa. Rav Meir should have said, midaraisa, this is Allah, not midraban. So since Reb Meir seems to give over this halacha lemaisa, not only biblically, but even rabbinically, it seems that Reb Meir is going to hold that the signing does not need to be done lishma, even midrabanon. And therefore, it cannot be Reb Meir either. Last step for today, says the Gemara, one possible approach. Ella, maybe we'll say the town of our Mishnah who says you need both written and signed Lishma is Ella Lailam Rabalazri. The Khilai Bai Rabalazar Hasima, when does Rabalaz say you don't need to sign it Lishma, Hecha Dalaka Idam Cloud? Maybe when there's no witnesses at all, that's where um, maybe that's where uh, it doesn't need to be done Lishma. Because nobody signed. I'm relying on different testimony. But if Adam do sign on it, boy, it's got to be done. Meaning like this. If nobody signs on the document and there's Adam that he handed over to her, Reb Lazar will say it's fine. But once you are signing on it, and this happens in our own personal lives, right? Sometimes you leave things, it'll be fine. You try to do a little too much and get in the way. Says Reb Lazar, if you're, gonna, if you're going to be signing on it, you better make sure that those signatures are valid. And if it's not valid, it can ruin the whole get.
according to this, when this guy shows up and he says, Rabbi Lazar could be the one who says, it both have to be done lishma. Ah, you don't even need witnesses to sign, doesn't matter. Since witnesses did sign, we have to know those witnesses did lishma. Rabbi Lazar can be, that Rabbi Lazar may be the Tana of our Mishnah. Okay, we'll hold it here for today. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos Chavra. Uh, let's see, Matzi Shabbos, Shkia is a 10, so Shabbos will be over about 9.22. Let's aim for 9.45 daf on uh, Matzi Shabbos, Bezashem. All right? Zagebenched.